I just don't think it's fair that you charge me 25% interest on the money that you loan me when you already take 30% out of my check. You know, I ain't got no G-string and I ain't out there making no tips, you know. When was this tripping game, partner? Who you ain't not to? All you do is spin record. That's all you do. Who you think he is? DJ Quick? No, huh? No, Kick and free? I didn't say huh? that. Oh, you must be Jimmy Walker. Well, you ain't nothing. You don't deserve nothing. You don't get nothing. You get what I give you. I got a contract between me and you that say you do what I tell you to do. Therefore, shut the fuck. Don't say nothing. Don't speak to me. Don't look at me. I'll tell you what. You better go on back out there and get out of my face before you get swole. Hey, look, Dalai. Hey, for horses. Hey, for horses. Come here and muscle you and nothing like that. I ain't Blue. trying to do that. I just want my money. You know, I just say. Blue, if I raise up, gonna be trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. It's Cross Finger, baby. Another episode of the Study Hall Podcast with Marsh. What's good? What's good? What's good? Great. Good, we, you know, this is this is a podcast where <laughs> ghetto and bougie can't coexist. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. oh, and 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 we really gonna get into it today because uh, we got a lot of bougie and ghetto shit to talk about, and I'm curious to see you know how y'all hearing. But before we do all that, uh. Let's go with some check-ins, man. We're going to do a little round robin. Uh, Martian, if you go ahead. How you been, man? Tell me how you been. Oh, oh shit. I am great. Don't shut up. I, what? <laughs> Don't do that. Um, I'm in a great mood. I, if I had to get my one to ten, I would say mentally I am at a nine today. Um, I haven't done much, but I've done a lot. Um. I've been in a space where I've been resting and kind of pulling back from everything. I'm just like, you know, let me, let let me, let me, let me relax, you know, uh, let me, let me take a backseat on some things, but in taking that backseat, it's allowed me to open up more space for me to flow, me to think and me to allow shit to just be. Um, so that in itself has also had an impact on my emotional health. So that's an add about enough. And then physically, I mean, yes, you got the got the guns out. So you know what I'm saying? Sun's so, out, guns out. Uh, Open uh, nigga ass season. I feel you. Yeah, on me. So, on me. <laughs> so yeah, man, I've been good. What's say y'all? What's good? What's good, Dre? What you, what you got? Is it yeah. shot or fucking Dre this week? Oh, like, what, nigga, I went back like, and re listened to it. What are we doing? It's like, <laughs> what are we doing? Look, it's whatever you want to call me, baby. Whatever you want to call me. As long as you don't call me broke, you feel Ooh, me. Let's talk well, about it. Go no, ahead, man. No, no. How you um, feeling? But I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a great mood, yeah. fellas, honestly. Um, let's say like, a, yeah, eight, eight and a half. Um, I think I spoke on last week having like this productive fatigue where it's like doing so much, um, but yet 
it's all for a reason. Um, still not in that same mindset. Had got a little more sleep, but um, still a lot of things rolling. I see a lot of positive things uh, coming in the near future, and that's keeping me upbeat. Um, family good, health is good. Uh, yeah, so you know it's the summer. It's about to hit a hundred degrees in the city. You know. <laughs> It is a different type of time. So I'm just, you know, embracing and loving everything right now. I'm super appreciative. So about eight and a half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God heard Martian rent last week (laughs) and baked you niggas (laughs) (laughs) and put you niggas on a light marinade. You feel what I'm saying? Like, what? Immediately thought of this dude because my shit. It out here, it went from 81 to 93. We was in a heat index. I said, this nigga talk too much. <laughs> just <laughs> talk. Up. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> if we go, if if the world is going to shut down, I just need to know how far in advance so I can stop paying these damn bills. I just need to know Bro. when is when is my cutoff day. Like, And if it's going to be tomorrow, don't tell me about changing the weather, goddammit. Like, just... Knock it all out at once. Get it out of one fast way. Bro, it was, it was, it was, you get aggravated for nothing hot. All right. Like, a nigga just was mad because they had to move yeah. on, bro. Like, you feel me? So, but, uh, but, you know, as for me, man, look, I ain't gonna lie. You yeah, know, I'm, you? I'm at a overall, I'm gonna say about a seven. Now, okay. for those who've been following, uh, you know, I had the interview last week, um, didn't get picked, but, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily any fault of my own. You know, they said I did really good and it was strong finalist. So, you know, tis what it is. Um, but now I'm on to the next thing, which is taking this test uh, for certs and all that stuff. If you're a teacher, you know how that shit go. Um, and, you know, studying just it never really was my thing. I've always been a great test taker. So I've been able to just kind of like get in that bitch and wing it for real, for real. But I don't know if this much pressure kind of been on me to do it. So, um, and that's kind of manifested itself. And I haven't been working out this week just cause I've been dedicating my, like all my time to like, so my physicals dropped a little bit, you know, how I feel physically. Um, but, and, and mentally, you know, I'm still driven and shit like that. I ain't tripping, but for sure a seven, for sure a seven, or maybe maybe early in the week like a six. You know what I mean? But after getting closure and kind of closing up some other pieces, man, you know we still strong. Like we we still had a strong seven. So you feel me? So, but yeah, um, so we gonna you know some of this docket is is gonna be really good. You feel me? It's my turn now. So. <laughs> We gonna cut the fuck up this episode, uh, but before we do that, I'm gonna turn it over to my nigga Dre uh, for his. Uh, we not even calling it ACT uh, SAT word of the week. We gonna call it uh, Meech's weekly embarrassment phase. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, uh, Dre, I'm gonna kick it over to you, man. Go ahead, bro. Um, all right, who went first? Last week, I did. Hmm. He did. <laughs> look how he trying to look how he trying to pick the harder word. You see, so, why he had to know who went first? 
Fuck off. Mm. I ain't got nothing to do with that. That that. All right, bro. Um, let's go. All right. <laughs> Your word. Nah, this ain't gonna be bad. Ooh, Your word, word. Word. Mine or his? My word, my word, my okay, word. Okay. He trying to no throw word. a softball right over the plate, and I'm still gonna <laughs> fuck it up. But go ahead. Performery, performery. Say that one more time, but just less Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said what <laughs> Furman Furman oh Furman Sherman that's all like a white racist name go ahead what? man bum bummerin Martian keep it a buck don't that sound completely different than the word he just said I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck he said for, for, for Furman yeah. is that what you said alright yeah. for Furman This nigga, bro. Performing. All right, I'm going to go with the spelling first. Uh, F. Watch that should be PH. But okay, F. A. F. Nigga. E R. Oh, my fault, my fault. F A F M E R. Nigga, don't shake your head while I'm spelling, bro. Don't do nothing. <laughs> let me start over. Fuck that. Fuck that. Let me, let me. Confirm it. All right. F A F E R M E R. I know that's not right. E N T. How to use it in a sentence? I will say. My pockets on for firmament. <laughs> God damn! Come on, talk to All me right. now. Okay, still trying to figure out what the fuck y'all just said. I don't know, bro. What, I did. I don't know what you said to me. I, Listen, I'm sitting there trying to put the letters it's, it's, together it's in ugly. my head, and I'm like, they not the math. This nigga bad. removing the scaffolding. <laughs> It's so ugly saying that I'm like, yeah, this go, this is nasty. Oh yeah, I got this right for me. Yeah, that's gonna be great. No, I really, but when you think nice about, school, it, I love you, bro. I love you. I love you. From You're my firmering, brother. From firmering, from firmering, it's like a tongue twister. From firmering, and he, and he just said it differently again. I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> go ahead, man. Say, Next word. Next that? word. You literally said this word three different ways. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> Go ahead, Thumb bro. Farmering. Thumb farmering. I wish Thumb I could see my first right now. <laughs> but go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Next uh, word. All right. Oh. Um, we're going can we come back? We're gonna spend the black on that. I need the, I need the actual head ass. I need to put that in Google. Yeah, I wanna because if my um draw is is throwing off the pronunciation of it, I don't want it to interrupt what your learning process. So I'm going to say it again. Fum firmering. Oh. Fum firmering. Okay, 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 okay. Can I get one more? Yeah, yeah, that's why I... uh, Um, Fum firmering, because you definitely didn't say fum. But all right. Uh, F-U-M-F-E-R 
M E R E N T. I feel way better. Still don't know the definition to use it in a sentence. I'm gonna keep my shit on from firmament. Uh, my pockets on from firmament. That's a very general statement. <laughs> All right, Martian. Your word is ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. Mm. You you the letter U. <laughs> B I. Q-U-U-V-I-Q-U. Damn it, what is that vowel right there? O-T-O-U-S. Shut up, I was spelling the damn word. Yeah, repeat it, I ain't hear you. U-B-I-Q-U-O-T-O-U-S. Man, in the sentence. Um... There is a ubiquitous women's expo in DC next week. Hmm. Okay. Um, so this week both spellings were incorrect. Um, <laughs> I knew I knew mine was wrong. Um, Farmer fumbled my shit. Okay, yes, please, please <laughs> so, spell this. Hold on. The first time, of course, you was way off. So after we did the respelling, it's F-U-M-F-E-R. You added some more letters in between there. It's F-U-M-F-E-R-I-N-G from Farmering. Now, you got... Farmering? Yes. Nigga, you said mint. All right, all right, all right. You definitely said for Farmerant. And it means uh, mutter, stutter, um, or being invasive. Uh, yeah, my uh, pockets can't be on uh, that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Ubiquitous, oh. Clark. You were close. Um, U b i q u i t o u s. I knew it was o. a goddamn i. You said o, and it means to be omnipotent, um, all present or everywhere. I knew it was a goddamn i. That's I knew too. it. I knew it. <laughs> oh, you know. Hey, we learn. That's the purpose of this. We learning. Um, these ugly ass uh, words coming from this Western European language. The more no. you know on me, but on, on that, it's you know, so hard saying? to be woke. You feel, <laughs> you feel me? God, now on that note, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and then we come gonna come back with rapping with the homies because, uh, I want to hear what the homies got to rap. So oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. All right, <laughs> all right, bad. Yo. All right, and we are back, you know what I'm saying? This study hall podcast. Um, and we are coming up on our next section, uh, where you know we introduce some topics, um, and we just kind of hear each other out on these things. Now I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna be pushing y'all, I'm gonna be pushing y'all thinking, and I ain't letting y'all get away with no no shit, because I know how y'all talk off can't off mic, you feel me? So I wanna hear what y'all think. And we're gonna start with we're gonna start with a little bit of black excellence today. Um, um if you don't know, uh pretty much um in the past couple of weeks, Tyler Perry has won the bid uh to acquire BET and basically, you know, it's in his hands. And so um 
BT ain't been black owned if you don't know for like over 21 years. All oh. right. So within mm-hmm. two decades, we are now black owned. What a little known fact people don't know is Sun also copping VH1. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So, and that's cool and all, but uh, I think I need to bring something up. So, in the past couple years, um, first of all, he's from my city. You know, shout out to New Orleans or whatever like that. So, I've always had like a, you know, like a trying to push him forward and want him to do as best as he can just for all of us. But even like repping, putting New Orleans on a map, on some uh, media type shit. Um, but we know there has been criticisms of his works right uh whether it's based on uh the repetitive nature of them whether it's based on how he presents uh certain people in our communities um in the movies right uh it was formulaic and it worked for the most part and unfortunately i think the biggest gripe is it works for mainstream and we would we know what mainstream means right uh not us right um, so it's always been critiques about how he puts our images out there. So I guess my first question to y'all is, what do y'all think this means for BET? What do you think will be some changes? What do you what do you think might be some starch changes we can tell that A is black owned and then B is Tyler Perry owned? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm going to jump in with, let's go with Dre. Dre, what you what you think about this? What you think about this oh. as, you know, Tyler Perry does have a studio in your city. And he's, I'm sure you got billboards everywhere. Yeah. You but uh, let me know what you think. I think I'm already here. Um, I think as far as what it means for Tyler Perry, of course, it's already Medea movies and House of Pain, part four is already going up down BT. So, of course... It, I think, signifies his uh, series staying on for in perpetuity. As long as he's the owner, he know he going to have that little, you know, cable money coming in from that. Um, however, what do I think it means for the black community? Hopefully, um, we actually have a voice in what we like to see. Um, for often, you can look at black Twitter, you go in black spaces, and we always talk about missing certain shows, you know, your in the basements, your your Miss City, the just those classic nostalgic shows that we grew up on, and how that is missing, y'all. Your Yo MTV rap, so going home watching 106 and Park. So it's like <clears throat> now, granted, um, society is different. I feel like with the right creative and the right direction, they could bring those type of shows back. It doesn't have to be directly 106 and Park, but you know, you can uh, find a way to incorporate social media and the things that this generation cares about and it still be lucrative. Um, so I think, I mean, one sign, I know he's somewhat, I'm not going to say tapped into the culture, but I already know he's making changes because Chief Keep just performed at the, at the BET Awards. If you know anything about Fact. Chief Keep, yeah, and how long time ago he, I think he might've been banned his whole entire career. Um, as far as BET goes. So, <clears throat> and if you're a fan of Cheap Keep, listening to his music or just know anything about his journey, he is um, pivotal to a certain age group, a certain demographic, and a certain type of music. Like, you can't mention 
the uprise of Chicago in the late teens and this type of rap, I won't say drill rap, but that type of rap, that style of rap without mentioning Chief Keep. So for him to have finally been let back at BT um and to perform first time back, I think um that's a, a statement. That's a statement. So will we see more things like that? Hopefully so. Um I didn't get a chance to see the awards. I saw some snippets, but I did like a few of the snippets I saw um to take off a uh, tribute uh the Buster Rhymes tribute like it was certain parts I saw but granted I still heard you know a couple negative things about it um to be honest but I think it's in the right direction so far so I am optimistic um and I think we're going in the right direction fingers crossed all right I'm I'm gonna I'm change it up a little bit before you answer Martian because I okay. want to hear your do you think do you think is this going to be an uptick in positive black shows? Because uh, I feel like there's a looming naive optimism about this, honestly. Uh, but do you think there's going to be an uptick, downtick? Like, what do you think the trage- trajectory of like the actual shows that might be coming out? Is it more of the same? Like, what, what are you thinking? Um, okay, so to your first question, because I think what you just asked ties into your first question about what is it? For sure. BET, right? Because that's immediately what my mindset went to because you, because Dre, you brought up the fact that he got House of Pain, he got Haves and Have Nots, he got all these other different shows that come on to that, to that network for one, but for two, this man has ma- managed to make a stage character palatable to other demographics, right? Who am I talking about? Medea. Medea can't, she can't do no wrong in nobody's eyes at this point, right? So not only has Tyler Perry amassed a level of notoriety just well within his craft alone, like, no, I think he deserves that. If anybody, he deserves that role over there, you know, because he's shown his range at this point now y'all know i'm never the type to be like oh do something in in and make it palatable for other people to digest because if you can digest it you can digest it it is what it is right but what you notice is that when tyler perry did bring his shows that means we weren't seeing the same consistent shit over and over again i can't Tell you how many times I've looked on Twitter and people have been like, if I see baby boy come across my screen one more goddamn time. Like Hold on, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. And this is this is no shade to baby boy at all. This is just the fact that like you can tell like how consistent BET is with rerunning the same stuff. So it's giving so Tyler Perry is giving us a fresh, you know, being a fresh perspective on things. However, I do feel like their palatableness is going to be the thing that bites him in the ass because I think Tyler Perry is catering to a certain demographic, like economically. Um, and I don't know if he's going to be ready to get back. Like you brought up like how chief Keith was able to come back. Yes. But, do, but I ain't seen enough of Tyler Perry, like being with the culture, quote unquote, for me to be like, yeah, he going to bring like, you know, equivalents to the basement of Cedars World and, you know, 106 and Park and, and TRL or whatever, like, you know, I can't 
with full confidence say that that is what Tyler Perry is going to do. But I, I am glad that BET is back in the hands of somebody black because come on, like got to start somewhere. We don't, right? we don't, that shit never needs to happen again. I'm sorry. If it, if that shit gets to that point, we need to just do away with BET for a moment until we figure out what the fuck this is going to look like. Ain't nobody finna own that shit. Cause everybody needs to go sit down, take a need to go have a seat for a second and breathe. Jerry, what you saying? Um, now when you get to your second question, um, I think that programming wise, will we see a significant change? Um, nah, I don't see I don't see a significant change for the next two years. I feel like um with especially with him acquiring VH1 with it as well, I think you know you're gonna keep what you got going. It's a writer strike right now, so you don't really have anybody to create new shows for you. Um, so I could just see them like, hey, what we got, we're gonna keep this moving, um, and be content with that. Now, I would say, um, with the rising of like certain networks like Zeus and your different streaming platforms. Um, unfortunate, but I do think that he is going to have to use VH1 to like really get in that reality TV bag and give like, I'm not going to say uh, urban vibes, but it's a reason why demographics like 18 to 35, 36 black women fuck with Zeus. You know what I'm saying? It's a certain type of uh, show. It's a certain type of energy is given off. Even if you don't subscribe to it, you may find it entertaining, but still, that shit is booming. You know, like I got kids, friends, all different types of age groups that can talk about and name you characters from multiple different shows. And I feel like we talk about that and it's continued rise. That's the opponent. So he's going to have to find something. Um, I can't tell you last time I watched the Love and Hip Hop series. So I feel like, and I used to always watch Atlanta just to support the city. But I feel like with the way that it's currently set up, um, he gonna have to spice it up at VH1. So I could see some more, um, not outlandish, but some shows that probably wouldn't have gotten approved in the past. Um, you may not, you know, see us in the best light, but I think if he won't, the numbers and he wants to make some money he knows what route he has to go okay well speaking of that y'all beating around the bush are we just gonna see more tv shows with goddamn light-skinned saviors and dark-skinned villains from this man like <laughs> I mean, let's keep like, let's keep it a stack, bro y'all nigga i get it yeah <laughs> right but let's talk about it let's talk about the critiques he's had well, as a director i'm gonna I'm keep it tall Outside of the plays I watched when I was a kid, I can't tell you how many Madea movies I've seen. It's not a lot. Because when you see the plays, for me personally, I didn't need to see the movies. It was when I was a kid and didn't really have a choice. Or I ain't going to say a kid when I was a teenager and my folks was paying for it. Then, yeah, I'll go with y'all to see it. But when I got old and had my own money and can actually pick, bro, I couldn't tell you the last movie I saw. But I have heard, even in something like the... um. Did he do um for color girls only that uh yeah and oh. listen 
The thing about it is I watched a lot of them that was on it. I mean, I think this the general idea is that like the plays are better than the movies anyways. Um, but the idea still remains like I went back and watched them just because I wanted to see what they look like on a big screen versus, you know, the classics that were, you know, chilling circuit for the most part. Uh, shout out to my New Orleans people at the Mahalia Jackson Theater. You know, he ran that shit up. But yeah, but but real talk, like it, one thing that came readily apparent to the national African-American community is who he was casting and what roles and shit. So my question to y'all is like, do y'all think we gonna get this shit again, bro? He has been, like, one of y'all mentioned uh, the people he with, right? And so, like, one of his close friends is goddamn Oprah. I'm like, you have to cater it or pander to a certain demographic. That's why you see the, I don't want to say the quality of shows that are put out, but like, that's why you see the same theme of like yeah. there's this certain character or certain looking person from a specific demographic right that fits this certain role or fits this certain character and he essentially recycles through that like we if we know that to be factual and know that to be true like we again like i said earlier i don't have confidence that he would bring something back like a cedar's world type situation or like a hmm, you know anger. Or 106 and Park type situation. Or it's like, street. Like, because even kind of going back to Dre's point, as far as like the reality TV bag, like, I mean, I even think about when we was growing up, we was growing up watching reality television with Flavor of Love and I Love New York and all them other you know, yeah. shows and shit like that. And so, but that was VH1's bag and VH1 lost that significant bag when this shit started going over to Zeus because Zeus is going to show you what they can't show you on television, right? Big and fan. so, I ain't saying that Tyler Perry has to do that, but what I'm saying is I don't feel confident that he would do something like that because it feels like his some of his work is pandering towards a certain demographic because you have to realize he also has to be palatable because his first market was the Saints. He used to start, do this in the churches, right? That's the fact. Like, this, this, it, it, if your original demographic does not support you no more... That's the rug cut up on, from under his feet. He has to still pander to that same group of people, and it just so happened that the same group of people are black folk. So now that's bringing them back to the network, and so he has to pander to them. So, yeah. Got you. So, in closing, uh, Mr. Perry, we look forward to, you know, what you're going to bring to us. Uh, I, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's definitely gonna be interesting. Uh, but how he get Medea funeral and she still living? <laughs> Cause it's Medea. She done had a Halloween and some more shit, boy. I tell you she that. She had a vacation. Listen, Wait, it was one of those things. Charge, everything. Everything. Medea died. Low Apparently, key. she had a farewell. Medea had a farewell too. I guess it was just the plays or something like that. But then popped up in the movie a week later, and I was like, how? You know you what it was. Weird, that means that character is is, is that gone. nigga said. I'm tired of this shit. Them white folks said, "Boy, if you don't put that goddamn dress back on and get back out there and make us some yeah. more millions." Them chits. I treat the Medeas like the Fast and the Furious. After a certain number, oh, bro, you basically, lost. Me. You lost me. I promise. Basically, but uh, speaking of the network, we gonna we gonna stay on BT and stuff like that. And uh, you know, last week. <laughs> Or last weekend, I should say, this past weekend, uh, the BET Awards happened. Um, 
it was interesting because it was the celebration of 50 years of hip hop. Um, I want to just say shout out to all the all the winners, um, all the nominees, um, and Busta Busta Rhymes was uh, given a lifetime achievement award from BET, which is well deserved. I think Busta had like 30 plus years in the game for real, for real. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. We knew. Uh, couple, couple, couple things happened over this time. Two specifically, one more funnier than the other, uh, but both kind of funny. Um, so one of the biggest talks pullaways from this whole thing was, um, if you don't know, U- Lil Uzi and JT got into a whole like little argument. Um, it was recorded, obviously, because it's 2023, and literally anything you do in the public, especially if you're famous, even around famous people, you're going to get recorded. <laughs> um, and obviously, we don't have much context for this. Uh, it just kind of caught the end where JT pretty much threw a whole iPhone. Were we on 14? S plus, it looked like. That was huge. She threw it at Uzi. And uh, yeah, so, you know, as the internet does you know speculation got started and stuff like that and um that's not really what i want to focus on i brought i brought this up to y'all to i want y'all to think about a time because i I can think about a few times but have you ever at least seen or been in an argument and what's the most like egregious place you've like and i mean argue not like the little low key shit, like out loud, like or have you seen where it was like, bro, this is not the time nor the place for it, right? Like, have you ever seen that where people just wilding? I'm gonna swing this one to Martian first, uh, since I went with Dre first. Have you ever? What was the most like outlandish place you've seen, like an argument break out? So. I'm gonna go all the way back to high school. Damn. Okay. Cause this one was the first one that came to my head. Go ahead. I'm not gonna name no people because I don't even remember the people names that was involved. But what I can tell you, right, is that this was a guy and a girl that were dating, and one thing led to another. We see doors getting pushed open and slammed and shit. The dude is walking down the hallway, headed outside towards the football field. He pushed those doors open like they were feathers. She's walking out behind uh, behind uh, him. And she has a belt and she is swinging it and hitting him with said belt. What? Yes, <laughs> my dude. All of this <laughs> takes place after school. This is taking place after school. Okay. All right. All right. So they walk in a parking lot to to get onto our track and football field. Um, it was a fence there. You had to go through the parking lot, whatever. And they hollering and yelling at each other back and forth or whatever. And one of their teammates, because <laughs> dude was on the football field, on the football team, one of their teammates came up and tried to break up the situation, and dude. End up body slamming him on the track. Mm. 
And, uh, Wait, what? Yes, like literally, boom, in one motion. And it was just like, okay, what just happened? Only for them to then be back together then very next. <laughs> that's, that's typically how those things work out. That's typically how they play out, if I'm being honest, which... As you can see in the video, there was other videos that surfaced of them literally leaving a place together and all smiles. But so yeah, that that is the most egregious place that I've seen a fight like that. I that I don't know why my mind immediately shot to that, but I was like, I will never forget this moment because damn, like I've never seen a nigga just get you know body slammed like that. Like it was, it was, and he he wasn't even in it. And he got his ass beat. Crazy shit. But yeah. Good God. Dre. Dre. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I ain't saying you gotta stop that, but. The, um. It's, you know, all the times that I've seen (laughs) DV go down is, um. Well, hold on now. I'm playing. I'm playing. This is for TV. This is not real. Um, but no, um, the wildest arguments I've seen always seem to happen like at parties. And like, that's why I hate going to parties with couples. Like when it's liquor involved, bro, them the, the Skeletons just start coming out. They don't you know let you have drove one of their ass to the party. You oh. know, you can count down. You can literally count on the clock when you about to leave. Oh, well, it's over. <laughs> like, oh, that's your second shot? Yeah, we got about another 30 minutes. <laughs> this yep. shit gonna start coming out. Um, so man, I think um the two that um popped to my head first, um one one time I was in college, uh in a college, you know apartment whatever the case may be um way over the limit probably got about 60 people and something that's only supposed to have about 20 but you know college days or whatnot um hair knock at the door girls and her friends me not knowing what's going on you know it's like ah keep them out keep them out whole time it's one of the homies situation outside and he in the back caked up with something else so eventually it's a party she end up getting in and all you hear is them arguing and my homie the dj just like keep turning the music up so like we he's trying to drown out them arguing because it was so loud to the point that niggas stopping like all right y'all hear that you know what i'm saying like i don't care how many shots of Ever clear out of the head. I hear some arguing going on in the back. So you know what I'm saying? So um that luckily ended with the good old fashioned, you know, when niggas get dragged out by the uh shirt. You know how they you get somewhere, you get over here. Yeah, yeah. So homie got got up out of there, dragged that way. Um second time once again was a birthday party. It was one of the homies, sister birthday, had a big stupid ass crib party. He had, you know how it is when you got multiple um, situations in one space. Yeah. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you may or may not go ahead. But yeah, it could get, um, it could get chaotic. And once again, it was liquor involved. So 
you know, you, you see your homie, I see my homie doing this thing, maneuvering, looking like a young whippersnapper, you know, look extra faded, you know, skin glossed. I'm like, oh, he in his bag right now. But I'm slowly seeing just the uh, the wind up of, like you said, when the slipper about to come off, it's about to hit 12 and shit about to get real. So things start to die down. Next thing you know, when the situations come up, you know what I mean? I saw you with that bitch too. Before he could say, huh? Make me. Man, I'm talking about you heard her just you heard it sound off to the point where we like, oh, instantly everybody run over there and try to bring it up to them. She's like, and you know, I came here with you. I was like, nigga, you roll here with her and you out here wild like I had no idea. So I'm like, oh, this whole time I'm thinking, you know, you came solo dolo. You came with a situation, but was working the room like you billionaire Floyd so I was just like oh shit <sighs> just sit back let me go ahead and call my ride let's get up out of here man so it's just it's the nastiest situations especially when you don't know what's going on and it just pop off randomly and you just gotta sit there but when it's in public it's like now I'm sitting here sharing this moment with a bunch of niggas that shouldn't be seeing this moment this is something that y'all should have had in the whip after you drop me off, nigga, text each other, do anything, but let me hear or see the dysfunction. So, you know, uh, what will we do, man? What will we do without a little that's chaos? Tough. That's I tough. have another one that came to my mind, but I don't know if I should tell it on here. because Tell me where it happened. Just tell me where. And I'll tell yeah, you what you should yeah. tell me. No, no, no. Like, what was the function? Oh, wasn't it a function? Oh well, yeah, we, we'll talk about this offline. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, uh, other than the ones our people usually cut up on, you know, funerals, cookouts. I definitely seen one that was in a Catholic church in a uh, pretty much a baby christening. In a, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. The, the Catholic you, church is for context for later. Mm-hmm. No, you you kind of that's hilarious. You kind of uh, bypass. You said funeral, so you seen a couple get the argument at a funeral? Oh yeah, what? Yeah, why are you crying? Like a so couple hard? that was together, not like an ex wife, ex husband, but like a we came together, we just got into it here. No, like why are you crying so hard? Like why are you crying that hard? <laughs> like, like I know, I definitely you got to explain. Not, I, I mean. I don't like. Okay, there was some connection wow. that I guess wasn't known to other parties. Oh, okay. this is crazy! I've and never be popping. Got interesting. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. When hood dudes, let me tell you something. Shout out to my hood dudes out there. <laughs> but when hood dudes sometimes untimely meet their fortunate demise, people come out. People show out. Because they loved. Mm. So this community. was like an extra situation. This wasn't like a couple fighting. This was like a couple arguing. This was like two young men. It turned into a couple. Oh. Yeah. Because the. You got to give me. Hold on. Y'all got to bear story with me. Down. Break this story. So basically, down. first of all, I'm only like 16 at the time. Okay. Okay. So, you oh. know, I'm oh. on the other oh. side of the pews, this guy that was, you know, well, 
you know, known in the community. Uh, you know, was shot, murdered, whatever like that. And he had some pieces come. Some pieces come to, you know. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, obviously, who the main one, because she in the front. Right? She with mom. She right next to mom's. Yeah. Uh, right? Like, you can see that. Um, But, like, somebody just kept catching her ear or eye. I don't know. Uh, they was just crying so hard. Like, real hard. Almost as if they lost a significant other. Love her. <laughs> oh, you feel me? Like, almost yeah. as if they had, I don't know, lost a significant other. Right? right. It was brought to her attention, I guess. All I know is they went to talking. She was with her guy, right? This, I guess, the side chick of the dude that was dead. Yeah. And so what wind up happening is the main chick of the dude that was dead and the side chick's boyfriend started jumping her. I swear to you not. I lied to you not. They started mopping her up. And then people just started. It started turning into a whole melee. But like. First of all, the reason why I told you it was in a Catholic church, because if you ever been into a Catholic church, there's a lot of decorations. <laughs> no, it's a lot of decorations, candles, holders, um, just a lot of, you know, the little smoke they come in with the the, the myrrh that they come in, which is a lot of stuff. Yeah. All that, all that stuff was just coming across. Just coming across pews. Oh, they was throwing the sacrament around the holy. They oh was, my god! No people, no folk, ain't believe in none of that. You feel me? Oh, <laughs> folk yeah. ain't believe in none of that. We believe in Jesus. All this other stuff. Yeah. And when I tell you, okay. there's some points in my life I wish cell phones with cameras were so readily available. This was one of them. Because mm-hmm. people wouldn't believe me. They wouldn't believe me. You see, um, I had to get details because I was like, hold on. What? Yeah, is yeah. well, and this you gotta understand, because I'm like not even third party. I mean third party viewing, but like I ain't know none of this stuff. I ain't even know, I mean, really none of these other folks except for the dude that had passed, but you know, over a while come out in the hood, like, oh yeah, da 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 da. Right. So, you know, I'm talking about people, grandfathers, grandparents was there, um, all that. So I just was curious that like, and I know y'all got plenty of them, but I want to shift gears a little bit. <laughs> and since we talking about cutting up in front of old folks, Uh-oh. going back to the BET Awards, another video surfaced. Um, and if you know anything about this video, you know, it was hilarious, especially if you are observant as I am. So a video came out of... Uh, Sexy Red performing. I guess her song had came on during one of the commercial breaks. Sexy Red, if you don't know, she's the one that you know is big for the Pound Town, uh, the Pound Town song. song and all that stuff. I don't have the lyrics with me right now, um, but I'm sure Google works. Uh, nice try. Um, but but. Is that the one but, where she said she's thugging with her rounds? Yes, yes, yes. Full stop. Full stop. I never heard Thugging with her rounds. That's all we need to know. I never but heard anyway, the part. You never. Yeah. Okay. Um. But a video came out of her performing it uh, barefoot. But that's okay, I guess. <laughs> uh, barefoot with a stack of just had a money phone. I thought Jay Z killed that, but guess not. Um. And the funniest thing about this, because at first you like, 
it was already split, right? It was already split. Some people like, bro, this is why this is why Beyonce and them never coming again. This is why Drake sleep in his bed. Why you you know what I'm saying? And there was other people like, bro, if we can't have a good time with our people, why can't we have a good time? And people were rebutting, talking about, well, y'all don't do this at the Grammys. And people started, you know, that that same talk about why we hold, you know, why we take other people's stuff serious and not our own. That's not what I want to talk about. <laughs> what I want to talk about is the video that was surfaced. <laughs> because if you look about two to two to three feet to her right, um, she is uh, uh by standing by um Dr. Bobby Jones. Uh, I'm gonna let that sit for a second. For my younger folk, uh, if you don't know who Bobby Jones is, nine times out of ten, if you seen him on BET, you were probably up way too late. All right. So Bobby Jones is pretty much a legend in African-American gospel music. All right. Dr. Bobby Jones. I'm sorry. Dr. Jones is a legend in mm. gospel music. And I know the first question that come to us is like, well, why is he here? Well, you know how we do. We, we oh my God. ratchet and righteous. Right. So we usually still have our Mary Mary performances, our Kurt Franklin performances somewhere in between, our, you know, little baby performances and stuff like that. So they're there. And we also have gospel awards. What do y'all think of like <laughs> cutting up in front of Dr. Bobby Jones? It's a legend. He called them hood heifers. <laughs> he didn't say that. Alleged. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Not the great Dr. Bob Dr. Jones. You feel me? Dr. Jones. I know. But if you've seen this video, it's it's our people, like in a nutshell. African Americans are our people in a nutshell. Um Go ahead. Do I respond to your 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 question? Well, yeah. How how many years has the BET Awards been going on? It's been over twenty some years, right? I, yeah. Don't give me the line. I believe so. Okay, so it's been on for a very long time, right? Right. There's always been a gospel segment and a gospel award at BET Awards, right? Yes. There's always somebody's going to give you a church melody. We're going to all damn near shout on stage. And then they're going to give out the gospel award. Right? Right. Which means Bobby Jones has been to that mug ever since that that, cre- that, that category was created. I so see out of going. the seven minutes that gospel has on the BET awards, out of what sometimes has been a four-hour show of ratchery, ass-shaking, Throwing up gang signs, you know, all of this shit, right? Bobby Jones has seen it all. Nobody, like, Bobby Jones was aware of tip drill, because I'm pretty sure he knew that that, that his me, stuff was coming off before. Let me jump in real quick. Bobby Jones didn't look like, if you watch the video, he ain't look like he's seen it all before. I'm going to just tell you that. <laughs> or maybe that close up. Uh, Bobby Jones you know, heard about I, it. All right, Bobby Jones has to be exposed to that because if you are on BET, you have to know what your competition is and it's going to be with somebody's secular music. Bobby Jones ain't new to this. He'd have been to a BET Awards. Hey. You know what, what goes on in these functions? Martian. He people, just probably wasn't used to that crap. People have seen murders on TV all the time as well. Oh We've even God. heard about okay. them. But oh, it's yeah, different to see one firsthand. He looks disgusted. He, yeah. He, if you want to look, bro, I'm trying to tell. I don't think he been that close. You don't two feet away. 
I think two feet away. Playing, yeah. I, we don't I, even I, know what she smelled like, let alone he. She could have just. Okay. I'm just wow. saying. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just saying. Maybe it was the smell. You know what I'm saying? Like they've been there all day. From what I understand, these things they're there all day. Like, who knows? I'm not saying she just. You know what I mean? But like, shout out to Sexy Rare. Like, for you know, I can't even say I wouldn't do it. I keep having to remind myself who this person is. Okay, keep going. I'm like, I can't even say I wouldn't do it if I ain't get a chance to perform. Which is is it's kind of ironic since she does have one of the biggest songs right now. Like honestly, um, that she didn't perform or be a part of that song. Besides that, that one verse we all know. Yeah, and it's no better. Okay, no, I asked because that the you know that song the the one margaritas I'm gonna open my leg song. Yeah, yeah. I just recognize there's not any other verses that come after that. No, the lady made that. The lady made that from a TikTok. Without yeah, I know she did. Front. I, saw I that, mean, she made I'm it from saying, yeah. like she made the sound of it, but like that's what a lot of the music is nowadays. It sounds like that. There's no no no. She got three full that. rounds of Ratchet Ghetto. Oh, yeah. so there's actual music that comes out. Oh, you ever heard okay. somebody the sound like some I my my kids need a new pappy? Yeah, that's the same song. I'm looking for the Hoochie Daddies. My son need a new pappy. Yeah, all that same song. But okay, again, hold on. hold on. I got. I, hold on. Thank you, Jordan. Let me see what you're talking about. Yeah, why are you looking at that? I'm. I'm gonna just tell y'all. I think. Um, what you think? I, I just. I just think like honestly. Which Let her get her shit thing? off. Let her get her shit off. I ain't gonna lie. People gonna be mad at me. Let her get her shit off. If this commercial break, she ain't really taking away from nothing. Her song come on. It's the hottest in the, you know what I'm saying? Hottest in, in, in out right now. Like, let her get her shit off, personally. But if my grandmother was two feet away, I probably wouldn't get my shit off. But anyways, go ahead. What, what you think, Dre? Um, man, um, so I just sent y'all a video. I saw the picture. I don't know if you was talking about a picture or whatnot, but I saw a picture where his face looked disgusted. Um, and I was like, yo, Dr. Bobby Jones, shout out Tennessee State alumnus. Um, you got that man looking like that. He ain't never coming back to this bullshit. But then um, <laughs> I saw a, a video and I just sent it to y'all where it was like a different angle. He was like laughing, shaking his head, smiling. Um, talking to the guy beside him, Krishan was pregnant right there, twerking. So it was just a whole lot in literally the aisle right across from him. But I mean, you know, would I personally do it, advise it? No, but I understand it. Um, you're a rising artist, you know, you performing on the outside stage, so you you didn't get really seen, get a chance to get seen by everybody. They playing your song. Yeah. I know somebody, you don't just stand up and doing that. Somebody had to gas you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't... Yeah. I, I've been in, in spaces and places with rappers where, like, they song will get played and they just chill. You know what I'm saying? But it had to be, like, a little gas to it. You know, like, this my moment. And that is one of the top moments I can say I've seen from the awards. I didn't watch the awards, but just social media-wise, I kept Damn. seeing that video. So it's like... I wouldn't have done it, but I understand why you did it and it paid off for you because now you're getting talked about days after the awards. You know what I'm saying? The, the viral moment has lasted longer than the attention span of the award. So shout out to her. I ain't even see like so I didn't even see the uh 
this angle that you showed me, because the angle that I seen, it wasn't no smile. So yeah. I feel way better, you know what I'm saying, about obviously the choice and in, in the situation. Um, and typically, let's be honest, at some point, our grandmothers and grandfathers was out here. I don't know if that's speaking of that freak Freaknik document came out yet. It won't come out till next year. Mm. I'm gonna just tell you, niggas, kiss your mothers before that shit come out. Because especially you niggas in Atlanta, I'm gonna and let's be clear, let's be clear, people came from all around the country to go, but it was based in Atlanta, so you know the majority of the population. So you niggas better kiss your mothers. If they're of a certain age, because you might. You might. You might not see feel the same. <laughs> Just saying. But uh in our last bit of news, we I'm, I'm I, I wanna shift this. Um this happened a little while ago, but it was something I wanted to bring to us. Just um at least two of us being fathers, and one of us will eventually be a father. Um, eventually. Eventually. Uh, but it's still always something I, I think it's something that men think about all the time anyways um, but um, Young Miami was on Jason Lee podcast I don't remember when it was or whatever like that if you don't know Young Miami she is one half of the City Girls um, if you don't know who the City Girls is you're probably not on the right podcast um, but um, she uh, he asked a question about, uh, if you don't know Young Miami, she has a daughter. I don't know if she have any more, but she definitely has a daughter. Um, and, you know, Jason Lee asked her, you know, um, would you want your daughter to be a city girl? Can your daughter be a city girl? She was like, no, I don't want her to be a city girl. I want her to be in the house, be a book, like read books, be a nerd. Now I am paraphrasing exactly. But basically it was nothing that... I'm doing, I'm talking about, she want her daughter to be a complete 180 from her. Also, I hate when you niggas say, not y'all, but y'all niggas say 360. Because if you do a 360, you're facing the same place. Anyways, but she wants her daughter to have a complete 180 life. Um, And so, part, you know, I'm not going to really give my take right now. But, like, part of me feels like, yes, we always want the best for our kids. But there is some air of, like hypocriticalness going on i don't know um but i want to hear from y'all i'm gonna swing it back to dre i think uh and what do you what do you the question is i want to present this question of just being proud having your kids be able to be proud of what you do right like whether it be as a career whether it be as you can speak to yourself specifically, you can speak to in general, because we do know um, like a lot of careers are starting to pop up. I'm not going to say exactly what feel, um, where it's being more taken to or more, you know, people have kind of jumped into. Um, but just even in general, like uh, how do you feel about like, you know, being proud or having your kids be OK with, you know, what you do? Um, I feel as if. Ideally, you would want your kids to be proud of your profession. Um, I think primarily because it's like an ego thing is bringing the money in. So you should at least respect what I'm doing to provide for you um, and give you the things that you need. Uh, But however, and I think in her situation as well as most parents, they always say, I want 
better for you than I had, or I want you to experience, don't have to experience the same things I have to go through or make decisions that I have to make X, Y, and Z. So I think with that being said, um, when you preach that and you want that for your child, that sometimes can lead them to the direction of not doing what you did. Like, you know, if you are a city girl and had to scam and do X, Y, and Z, and now you're in a better place, you're much more financially stable, then of course you would want your daughter to go a different route. You don't want to have her to face the same trials and tribulations you did to get there. Um, and I think same with just your normal profession. You know, if you a teacher and you work all these long hours and days, you may be proud of your profession and proud um, of the impact you have. And you proud that you are able to provide for your um, offspring, your kids. But the same breath, I would suggest teaching to my daughter. Like, I, I know she likes that and she likes seeing that side of me but i wouldn't tell her to do it i would say if that's something you're passionate about go for it but i'm not advocating for her to do it because i know what comes with it and i would want you to do something better i want you to aspire to do more not saying that teaching is not more but i just don't want you to feel like you have to walk in my footsteps and do everything that i did so i think you know just as a parent the the happiness and the success of your child should always be at the forefront. Um, and how do they get to that destination, whether it's following your footsteps, um, listening to some of your advice, disregarding some, going a completely different way, whatever the case may be, long as they are happy and successful and able and happy, stable mind, you should be satisfied. Righteous, righteous. I feel that. And, you know, Martian, I'm going to go to you. Do you, how do you feel about like, you know, what you do, right? What you're doing, what you plan on doing. And do you feel like you want your kids to be okay with it? Um, do you think they'll be proud of it? Do you even think about that as far as like your life? Or is it more like, this is my life. You lead your own and, you know, you leave it up to have it falls. Um, I am kind of on the fence so <clears throat> as somebody who doesn't have a child but has raised a child um i would have to say i don't have this feeling of oh you have to be proud of what i do because we don't live the same life right you know i how they always told me when I was growing up is always do better than the generation that came before you, right? So technically I'm already doing better than my my parents because they don't have master's degrees and I do. Um they also don't didn't have the same opportunities as I do now as they did back before to kind of like move and do shit as I need to and as I want to, right? Um and so in that case I I don't, I've never felt like I needed to hold it over a child or over my children's head that, yes, I am the prize. I'm the goal. You need to achieve me. No, like, I, you have your own life to live. Go go do, do how you want to do. And the same thing actually translated over into when I was a teacher as well, because I was honest with my students. Everybody in this room ain't college bound. Sorry, I you it's it's just the truth. It's the honest to God truth, right? And it's not to say that it that's a bad thing, but you need to know where you belong in this, right? 
everybody's not meant to go to a four-year college or a two-year college or whatever if you want to then sure but there's other options to make stuff happen so, but i always made it clear to my students that even the path that i took to get to where i'm at now you don't have to do what i do you can do something similar but you can you know go however you feel is best you know or fit need for you so when it comes to my own kids like the only thing that you cannot do is not do the work. I don't care what job you do. The job you work is not necessarily what your work is supposed to be while you're here. You can't not be doing the work. Whatever your spiritual work is, whatever your calling is, if you need to travel to go figure out what that is, I'm more than happy to support that. But you need to be doing something. You can't just be sitting in the house not doing nothing. So... I'm instilling that baseline in them, but like as far as what you do, you don't have to look at me as this shining trophy because I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Even if that means I'm not my own kids, not their cup of tea, then it is what it is, you know? Of course, I do my best to make sure that that's not a thing, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, it. I'm kind of on the fence for both of them. Um, but I think for me... I would rather my kids like go their own way. Do what you do what you do. Create your own standard of excellence because you know, of course you have me, but create your own standard of excellence because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Before you go, Meech, I Yeah. Before you answer, I wanted to add to your question. Um whenever you do give your answer, do you um do you consciously or subconsciously think that you want um because I like to ask parents that have like both genders just about their parenting approach versus you know each each time around. So do you think that um you want both kids to kind of perceive you and receive you the same type of way? Um and then secondly, is there any um exceptions or professions that you would ideally like to see for your uh kids like without having to push them that way like you're like oh i wouldn't mind if they did x y and z yeah um it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because i was gonna kind of bring that up um i've been it's something i've been thinking about so i don't know if i brought this i have brought my daughter before but for everybody else i do have two boys um that are 10 years older than her uh but when I think about like how they perceive me or how they receive me, I think no. Um, yes and no, and I hate to do the Martian shit, but uh, I'll explain why really quickly. So no, because I want to make sure I'm always fair, and I I don't feel like my way is proven or anything like that. But like just looking at like. My oldest, like, like, it works, right? It's working, right? But every kid is different. Um, uh, and I'm proud of who they are, the, the boys, who they are right now. Um, but, uh, and so I think I can do that same approach with uh, my daughter. Um, no, because she will be navigating the world differently than they will. I don't care what nobody says about equality and shit like that. There will be things that she has to face that they'll never have to face and vice versa. Right? Like 
I almost feel like as she get older, I almost want to be, I want her to be able to be tough and soft at the same time. And I'm not even really sure that's possible. Maybe, but I'm not even really sure that's possible. I want her to be tough enough and, and, you know, smart enough to like be able to pick up on shit that, that guys do right as early as possible in her life. But also soft enough that when she does find a dude who, you know what I'm saying, is like, you know, that she can she can do that. But I don't know. I think part of it is no. On your other part of your question, it's nothing that I necessarily I mean, as my boys are getting older, it's kind of crazy because they just start kind of fitting into what you thought. I never really had like, oh, I want you to do this. Um, I think ultimately a parent just want a kid to be happy and taken care of, you know, about by themselves, you know, being able to be taken care of and comfortable, content, happy and all that. Um, so not necessarily profession, but there is a profession that I do for forbid. I forebode whatever the and that was it was, you know, my son first was earlier born. I didn't I didn't want him to go to the military like at all. Mm. Like he did that. He did the thing that I figured he would do at some point, because as he was getting older, he started asking me more about like he was five when I got out the military, whatever like that. And so, like, he started seeing like the awards and he would see pitches and he was and he a boy. Right. So that shit look cool. Right. Like, that's how they market. Right. But my shit was just like hanging up or he would ask me about it. And I'll bring out my like my dress A's and show him all the medals and stuff that I got. And he'd be like, oh, sh-. you know what I'm saying? Like to him, it's like, oh, that's cool. Right. And one day he, I was picking him up from school and he just said the most dreaded words. I never want to hear him. I never thought I was going to hear him say. But he says like Dad, I want to join the military. I got to put that car to the side. So bad. <laughs> I had to hit him with the Jay-Z line, boy. You know what I'm saying? Hove Hove did that. So you wouldn't have to go through that. Um, oh man. But nah, that was one thing I was just like, I mean, early. Like, but as I got older and then like my little sister joined, I felt the ways about that a little bit. Like, and she had partially said before she went in, like, like I seen you, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, ah. Mind you, she's in. She's been in the Navy way longer than I've been in the Army at this point, right? So she already missed the boat. Like you was supposed to get your shit, get up out of there. You feel me? She locked. You feel me? So that was the only thing I really, I, I, I didn't want. I didn't want my kids a doing anything just because they saw me do it, right? And if anything, tap into me so you can understand. Like we could really like. But as I'm getting older now, and I, you know, they develop, he's developing his own brain. I guess like, if you make a conscious decision that this is why you want to do it and you don't have to, but if you're able to give me a, like a valid choice, a reason why, like you want to do this, cool. You don't have to go because of college because based on my time is already paid for. So why you want to go? Please don't tell me you patriotic. Like, I mean, I guess, but like, <laughs> what? No, no. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? No, if you want, if you patriotic, I'll buy you a flag. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, um, nah. And as far as like being proud of what I do and whether I'm okay with my kids doing it, for sure. I do know what comes with it. I'm I'm still currently a teacher, so I do know what comes with it. It's a criminally underpaid job for like since Heck was a pup. We know this. Um, but I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't be uh, cool. I wouldn't push them to. I haven't pushed them to anything, um, anything like that. Um, but I wanted to switch it a little bit and ask y'all, we're going to switch it out of the regular man's lens, right? Because luckily for us, our life isn't on camera 24-7. And if you know anything about the City Girls, we've all taught middle school. We know who their biggest population of who intakes their music is. If you don't know, it's young African-American girls. Mm -hmm. And women. I can make an argument. Women. For sure. Women too. But look, my beef ain't with them. My beef ain't with the grown-ass woman that decided to put this shit on. It's not my beef. (laughs) Not my beef at all. (laughs) <laughs> what jumped out to me is that okay well hold on now because I see you know act up and, and talking yeah these girls talking about scammers and all that like like they don't truly know what that is so your daughter now mind you I don't have full context for how she is because she might let her daughter listen to her shit she might she might <laughs> but I know who daughters are listening to it and and think that shit is a real life and don't know the ups and downs to that shit. It's like a lot of us had to find out we wasn't cut out for drug dealing. It's like a lot of us had to find out we wasn't cut out for gangbanging. I say it'd be a gangster. But it, it's just, I can't place it on the kids, though. And, well, and, that's why I'm talking about her. I ain't talking about the kids. Uh, well, see, I well, see, I can't even place it necessarily. All right, what you saying on JT? No, no, no Miami. Miami. Because right. her I, daughter's I, I private schooling is going to be off the backs of these young African-American girls who can constantly stream this shit and make it pop on TikTok and all that stuff. So she's able to completely, you know house her child and shelter her child as much as possible off the backs of. So I'm not saying change your story. I'm not saying change your story, but be more cognizant or at least bring, if you at least bring it up to where you stick with your daughter versus what you putting out and how you using, then I think, I think, I think that's something that you, you need to, you need to speak on. You need to talk about it. I mean, but I feel like Cardi had the same conversation a while ago about her and her daughters and like, because people were trying to clown Cardi about making WAP. And like, why would you make a song about WAP and this is something that your child is going to eventually grow up and listen to? And I don't exactly remember what Cardi says, but she was like, I make this stuff because I make this for grown folks and stuff like that. It's not my fault if the parents allowed their child to listen to this music. And I I can't say what Cardi is. She's being naive. But they can look this, at their analytics and they know who the fuck listening to that. I understand that she just no, I, that I get parent. that, but at the same time, no, I can't necessarily blame the artists because that's just like again going back to tip drill. We do good and dog go well. We weren't supposed to be up to three o'clock in the morning watching BET uncut to see that video, but we goddamn stayed our ass up to do so. Our mama and daddy weren't necessarily putting out us on to that music. It was it's it was the, on, and we were curious to go find out what it was. Is the problem though? you're not going to find a home video of me and my dad rapping tip drill together. I pretty much can go on TikTok right now and find a few TikToks where mother daughters are doing dances to this shit. So parents are different. So I'll get you. But again, going back to you're creating a life for 
based off, right? So again, that's why I said my beef ain't with the adults in the situation. But go ahead, go ahead, Dre. I um, I'm mad at her. I think that um, when you are a parent as you get older, you eventually will have to sit your kid down and let them know that um, it's a difference between like real life and entertainment. I think all rappers, celebrities, athletes, especially the ones that we see like in the in the the best light, like the you know, LeBrons, or not even on that grand scale, just uh, celebrities in general. I think they have a conversation somehow, some way, early enough to where their kids understand that hey, this is a job. This is yeah. daddy's job. You know, they may look at me as number one basketball player or this drug dealing rapper, but to me, this is a almost a personality that I'm portraying. When I'm not doing this, I am at home with you, and this is X, Y, and Z. So I think that they make that distinguishment early. And you hear it all the time where um, they ask artists about like their family, their personal life, and they say, man, no, nah, my, my kid don't listen to this, or no, nah, ain't, they ain't never did no drugs. They don't know, or are you really about that? No, nah, I used to do that in the past. So saying all this to say that, we're not going to be able to monitor everything that our kids intake and receive, but yeah. you do have to have to them a conversation about what's real and what's not. And I think this is what ties into like social media. Whenever you give your child that privilege to be able to go out on their own and explore and intake everything on the internet, you also have to talk to them about, okay, it's a such thing as fake news, it's a such thing as, um, you know, just hot topic, like bold. Topic. You just got to like really just have those conversations with them so that they are able to intake. Yes, this is a song. I may like this song, but at the end of the day, this is Nicki Minaj. This is not Nicki on it. Like this is not the person. This is the character that they are portraying. So I need to take it and intake it as entertainment. I know that he's not doing all these things right now. So I just think that as Parents, I'm going to still put it on parents, but in a different way. We just got to have those conversations um, even earlier but, or, yeah. or not or not be afraid to have them. You know what I'm saying? But, but OK, I'm going to push I'm going to push back on this because the most people you, we still speaking from a place of privilege because we talking about our parents that could sit us down and tell us about this stuff. You don't think there's any earnest on the artists to at least the people that's usually lost in the sauce are the ones that don't got no guidance. They getting their guidance from the music. I'm not talking about people that that's just listening and they bumping in and they whip. I'm talking about the kids that ain't even that's barely, you know yeah. what I'm saying? At, can you not come out and say, yo, all this shit is just is just for jokes or it's just for, you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't gotta go in depth and go one by one. Y'all literally followed by millions of people on your social media. I don't think that um Okay. You can flat out just say that because, you know, you're a brand, you're a, a person. So you don't want to push all this in your music that come right behind and say, no, nah, this ain't this. I'm not on that. Now, can you address it in a manner? I think that's really the, the reason why celebrities do interviews. They don't care about revealing themselves. They just know that, hey, I have to pub something. I can pub this at the same time, reveal a different side of me. Get give give my little sound bite. Make sure I say some positive. Get on about our day. So in those moments, you can definitely speak on. Hey, this is just what I'm rapping about. I still suggest. Hey, you find your passion. Go to school if that's you. Um, X, Y, and Z. Um. So yeah, you saying yeah? They should at least in some 
form of fashion. But I be feel like, like they do. They don't do it. The people, the ones that you are talking about, they are not going. They are more receptive to hearing an album about all my trial and tribulation than sitting down and watching a forty-five or a thirty-minute interview with me telling you what I got going on. So yeah. it's like you can put it out there, and they still would re- receive it because they just want to hear. You could probably say that same thing on a nice beat, and they might, oh, okay, I hear you. But if you put in a different format that they just don't want to digest it, then yeah. that's on them. And come on, you're an artist, you're a creative. I can't be responsible for every different demographic this is going to attract. When I made this, I made this with this feeling, this vibe in mind, and put it out to the atmosphere. Now, if a little man man who, or a little queek queek who ain't got no mama take heed to this and soak all this up i wasn't that's i wasn't counting that byproduct i was just counting on getting my message out there and trying to make some money off of it so i I want you to close us out i want you to close us out because i know you had a thought and then we gonna we gonna move on go ahead oh for me i don't think that you can expect the artist to take responsibility on that because um and I had this conversation with somebody on Twitter oh, last year, I think, year before last, where it's one thing that if you are talking about your life and you're using the music as your testimony, right? If that's your real life, that's your real life. I can't tell you to minimize or pick a different way to express yourself, right? However, if you are just are just making up this stuff or saying stuff that this is for jokes, you do have a responsibility at that point to to you know say that or you know or to make it known in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, because if not, the streets is going to eventually find out anyway. Like like because people are going to test your gangster. That's just how that's always been. Um, and so if that be the case. It's like, why not go ahead and one-up yourself and just be honest from the get-go? But that's asking too much because, again, you have a brand to sell. You're trying to sell on this thing so you can make money and so you can garner attention to yourself. If this means that I have to lie about this thing over here and this is what gives me success, okay, cool. Eventually, I can come out and say, oh, this was a lie or whatever and pivot and do something else. Niggas do it all the time, so... What what else is different from here? But I just don't think that you can, you know, put that full responsibility on the artist to be like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be listening to my music because you're too young. When, again, we literally was doing the same thing growing up. That's hypocritical, you know? And at the same time, like Dre said, how you going to really monitor and stop what they're listening to? Like... The only time my parents was able to monitor what I was listening to is if I was in the car with them. And even then, I turned the radio when they weren't in that mode. Well, it's definitely harder now for parents to, like, monitor everything they got going on, even with free streaming platforms and all that shit. So I got you. Um, You know, just in closing, hey, make sure you're doing something that, like, even if you, you know, if you plan on having kids or have kids, like, if you imagine your story is in a book, yeah, they might have some bad chapters, some good chapters, but just be okay that you you want your kids to read your life story in a book. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we are gonna come back with cries of outrage. God damn it, they didn't done it again. All right, we'll be back, yo. Yo, 
Yo, we're back. We're back. Gang now. We back. We back. Um, we're going to close it out with, you know, uh, I think one of our most therapeutic sessions, uh, parts of the show. You feel what I'm saying? And that is a cries of outrage. All right. Our cries of outrage. Um, what's fucking with us? What we need to get off our chest. You know what I'm saying? What we just really just been holding in that, you know, Part of this, fu- who knows? Maybe we just started this podcast to be ranting on you, motherfuckers. Who knows? But we gonna go ahead and we gonna start with Marsha. Marsha, what's been fucking with you, dog? Uh, okay. Um, I've been debating on what my crab outrage was gonna be for this episode. Um, partially because I was like, I have, haven't had anything to just irritate me. That was until this past weekend. Oh, you done fucked up. Who done fucked uh, up? It's not a who. This is just a general public service announcement, okay? Um, men of the homosexual variety, okay? Meech uh, has the left Rick. the chat. Meech oh, has left the chat. Not That's right, not I'm doing pride, ISO, clear it out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Clear it out. Go ahead. Do your thing, bro. I'm going to talk to y'all directly. I decided to get back on these apps for whatever reason. Oh, for those that didn't know BT Dubs, I identify as bisexual. Um, I decided to get back on these apps for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why I did this to myself. But I've been wanting to, you know, get in a relationship and stuff like that. Not as a FOMO type situation, but as a, that's something I just haven't experienced. I want to scratch it off the list of things to do. Let's see what happens, right? And I get back on the apps. And I mean, if you have perused through the apps before, you already know, probably within five minutes of creating your said profile, there's somebody's genitals in your face. Okay? Not... Literally, like they're just standing there. He's talking about a picture, y'all. He's talking about a picture. You get dick pics, you get asshole pics, you just get stuff you didn't ask for, right? Now, if I was the type of dude, they'd be like, "Oh my god, yes, all of that, more for me every single time, every single helping, please." Then I would be over the moon about that shit. However, I am not one of those type of dudes. I don't want to see that. At 5.30 in the morning because I randomly woke up out of my sleep and decided to check my fucking messages. And that's the first thing I see. Jesus and the sun are not up. And that's the first thing that I got to see to start my morning. The best part of waking up. Let me stop. It's taking your cup. Go ahead. Lord You know. Oh, go. We we go crazy. <laughs> we going crazy. All right. I'll see you. Yeah. Just telling y'all, just telling y'all what I know, not what I heard. Uh, but to 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 the to the to the to the man, please stop, stop sending me dick pics and asshole. Please stop. Just stop. Please stop. Please stop. Please. Please stop. And don't send this to me, and then you try to you you hit me up. This is the other thing that I, other crap outrage within this. Don't hit me up trying to link up to smash 
You ain't say, hey, how you doing? Let me whisper in your ear and tell you something that you might like to hear. You ain't said we ain't had but three minutes of conversation. You talk, trying to figure out what what we what we going, what we doing, right? Now I know that's the culture of the apps, that's what they do. But don't sit here and try to put on the front and then we actually get to talking and you can't get past what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing. Because now I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. I am bored. And I'm not saying that you got to hold my attention because whatever. But I do have an out of sight, out of mind type of mindset where if I don't see you, I forget that you exist. And it's not because you, you're you some type of person. It's just I, it's just how my brain works, right? So if you're not holding my attention, what are we... If our conversations are not going past what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing, there's nothing there. Like, we're wasting both of our times, right? So to the men of that demographic, I just need us all to do better. Like I'm at the point where I'm ready to jump ship and go start dating women because yeah. I just got here and I'm just like, ooh, gave it a value effort. Let's really back in. Let's go back from square one. So with that being the case, uh, if anybody wants to date, Jump into my hey, 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 oh, hey. Not this, on my episode, sir. This man. <laughs> not on my episode, sir. We are not. This ain't got the love connection. It ain't got to be the love connection. Just don't send me right. no pictures. And I want to see that. Show me your face before you show me your dick, damn it. That's a bar. I was just about to say, that's that's slicker bar. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I, I was always curious because we did talk about this outside of it. And I was, I'm assuming like hetero men, we don't have no problems with that shit. So we can't, I can't even give him advice or like how to avoid it, how to like come at it different. We don't, we just don't get that where they just, where women just, just send shit in like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't happen. Like unsolicited cooch. Yeah. Uns- yeah. What? <laughs> nah, never. <laughs> Never heard of this such, you feel me? Uh, but um Dre, what's fucking with you, dog? What's oh, fucking with you? Man, I have been well pause. I have been um harboring thinking about this for, for a while because it has been bothering me for quite some time. Uh let it out, loved one. Uh my cries of outrage goes to um, the men in rap, but in particular, I'm going to be real specific. My cries of outrage go to the men of rap and their lack of ability to produce a summer anthem. Um, Talk about it. R&B been doing this thing, but I'm going to read out these last couple of years <clears throat> and what I feel like has been the song of the summer. You all can agree to not to disagree. This is interesting. Let's see what you got. 2020, you had WAP and Savage. Both of them, pandemic-wise, went crazy. 2021, you had Fuck Nigga Free by Glorilla. Um, yeah, Sweetie in the uh, Doja Cat jump. That's my best friend. Mm-hmm. But the Fuck Nigga Free I had really dominated 2021. 2022, you had Tomorrow. Cardi B and Glorilla, and don't play with it. Lola Brooke. Talk about it. What up, Lola? 2023. I'm saying it right now. 
Pound Town is a great song. It's not my song of the summer, but that put it on the floor. Classic. Tough. Classic. Tough. I've seen that one. That's one of the ones where I'm like, hey, that shit come on. You know what I mean? So it's can't like, even look at a plastic bag the same anymore. Come on, man. Without seeing some, you know what I'm talking about? So um, with all this being said, I'm just like, bro, what the fuck are we doing? And when I say we, I mean the men in rap. Like, not only are we dropping the ball as far as creativity, but now it's just being blatant. They are having their way. Women are having their way. And this is like me doing this kind of like, at first it started off the top of the dome. Then I actually like went back and said, all right, let me start looking at some dates and shit. And I was like, oh, okay. So this was kind of this year, X, Y, and Z. But I feel like if I could go back, this run may have been happening even longer than that. These are just the last four years, but this could possibly be some shit where it's like, oh, this is the back end of a low key eight year run. You know what I'm saying? So, um, man, step the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The last male rap song, I feel like really killed the summer. That was um, my question to you. What do you think was like the last like male? So. Was it something from Scorpion, maybe? That was what my first mind was going to go to. That was pre-pandemic. So I can only speak about the the song I'm about to say. It came out during the pandemic. We Paid by Baby and uh, 42 Doug. That came out during the pandemic, and you know the city was open. So I got a chance to see the impact that that song had just as soon as the the whole... I can't even whistle, but a whole, you know what I'm saying? A whole yeah, arena, yeah. a whole club trying to whistle and then just getting the rap. So that's the last time I could say confidently, oh yeah, dudes, we had a song for the summer. You know what I'm saying? We had a song for us. I'm not even saying we gotta take over the summer and have a song that dominates the women because they don't need to be all that. They got it. Let them do their thing. But we need to have some type of counterpart so when the DJ go here and play they shit, bet I got something for the fellas. They go over here, and then for y'all, uh, Baby Freestyle 2020, or you know what yeah. I'm saying, Benito 2015. Like, it, we ever had no type of masculine, just song, summer banger in a minute. Now, when you said Scorpion, that was what I think about that, that nice for what, that in my feelings, they dropped back to back. What a time to be alive. Um, that's the time period where I can say, okay, like, and those are still centered around women, but it's still like a dude that produced it. So it's like, yeah, you know, we get we get some of the credit. So hey, cries of outrage, fellas. I mean, y'all been pissing me off for the last four years. I finally uh have let it get up to here. I I can't keep ripping out the plastic. I need y'all to come with something. I don't got to be a switch or a glizzy, but give the give the niggas something that we can sing in the club when the women doing their thing. Appreciate you. I, and if y'all don't know me, me we we have these music talks a lot, and it usually winds up with me me and Dre uh, going back and forth about some shit, whether I'm just being a contrarian or not. And I've had to kind of renege on some. Point that I made in the past. Oh. But, but when we do connect though, when we do when we do co- connect on a on a point, 
Shit is unstoppable. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's something I would definitely bring up. Like, I, I part of it, I think, feel like niggas just started relying on Drake on the men's side. Niggas mm-hmm. just started relying on Drake, and how Drake started been dropping sporadically is kind of yeah. it'd be too old for the summer or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, but anyways, um, and also like we are so tired of saying some of these lyrics. Like we we feel away saying some of these lyrics in a club. Feel me? Like we can't really yeah. say. My coochie pink, my booty hole brown. Like it don't really, it don't really run off the same. You feel me? Like we can't really. But anyways, now nah, I feel you. Please, Rick Mel yeah, I'm an active, active brand, brand, brand new. new. Like that Ooh. shit hit <laughs> in the car. I don't care who you are? I don't care. Who... That shit hit. Hey, they got us, y'all. They got us. <laughs> they can get a fresh haircut, and you automatically thinking it, but you're not getting out the barber chair and yelling it out loud. You can't say it, but that shit so bumpy. I done seen some of the most gangster niggas try to. Let me tell you something. Cardi whole verse. <laughs> fire. But not better than a lot of those, but yeah, it is fire. I wish y'all could see my yeah, face. No, we not. We not. We not. Cardi usually do her thing, but she lost this one. We had we had two hours. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to do it. This the time okay. you pick some bullshit toward the end? Oh my god. You pick some bullshit. You ain't have to say nothing. You could have let me get my Cardi verse off. You feel me? Anyways, shout out, but shout out to the female artists too, though. Shout out to y'all. Y'all dead ass been killing that shit, bro. Um, all on, bro. So um my crowd outrage kind of builds on last week's. Um Really quick, just some background information. Uh, if you don't remember, my my cry of outrage was was about you know, um, schools, institutions mm-hmm. letting graduates have their moments and not being so uptight when it comes to celebrations and stuff. Well, it's one I want to talk to specifically, just so we know who I'm about to talk to next. Um, but just we can just spoil alert. I'm about to approach the black online community as a whole. Okay. Um, but I don't remember this young lady name, but there was one of the viral, one viral video. It's been going around where this girl is graduating from college and she, uh, apparently the, the, they are walking in the line, uh, the graduates and they're saying they're supposed to be saying their names in the mics. And you see when the video cuts on, you see this one young black lady. She's struggling to take the mic away from this like older white lady. I'm not supposed to teach a professor or whatever like that. And she says, you know, you've been cutting me off. You try to steal my moment. Um, and I'm reclaiming, I'm reclaiming my moment. Right. She says her name and I'm graduating from blah, blah, blah. And she spikes the mic. First of all, shout out for the original person who recorded that video. Cause bro, when we record shit, we gonna have commentary. If it goes all the way back to my dad and him recording when my sister came home from the hospital and shit, like we gonna have grade Um, a motherfucking commentary, bro. Is almost part of the video. Um, and for a while, people was shout out you, shout out, yeah, reclaim your moment. They always holding us down. They, the institutions and all this stuff, like they always getting in our way and don't want to let us shine. <laughs> well, as time goes on, some other students from the graduation start to speak out about it. Not only that, other angles and moments before because for me when i first seen it i always felt like this started too early like it started too early to say we in a full-on tussle for the mic right Mm -hmm. but even still (laughs) i went with it 
Um, but 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 some other other people that had graduated um, from this, uh, I think it's Claudette Community College. Don't know, don't even get the get the line. But uh, oh, Laguardia, Laguardia Community College. That's what it was. Where they, where they graduated. Don't don't because I tried not to do that. All right, don't do it. But that is a point. Um, but anyways, comes to find out she was the aggressor. When I say aggressor, what I mean is other angles came out of because she was the whole the students whole thing was she was only snatching it from black students like fast. Like they couldn't even say their whole names and stuff. Well, when you see the other angles, you see an angle of multiple black. And brown and other students completely saying their name and the only time they would check it out is when they're like okay my name is uh john doe uh and i'm graduating with a bachelor's in blah 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 and shout out to and she was the lady to snatch it from her right shout out like shout out you, you see that but you see that every student there was one hispanic student who had like three syllable first name or some shit like it was and she got it all out the second angle that came comes out is that the girl said her name and went back because she felt like she didn't get all her shit out and snatched it. Okay. And then students came out and were saying, no, she was doing the most. Everyone got to get their name out. That lady wasn't none of that. Right. But I want to talk about why when we are shown a video, when we are seeing something, us, I'm going to talk to us, us African-American people that's on the internet. Why the fuck do we automatically... Why do, Why is it not okay within our community to ask questions first? Why is it not okay to be like, I need more context before I just start saying, yes, queen? Like, I'm all for bucking the establishment if that's what's called for. But I'm also about keep reprimanding our people when we just acting out and at least calling it out calling a spade a spade you know what i'm saying some people even went so far as to attack some of the students that were of color that uh, that said something about it and saying like why you had to say this why you had to say this in public why you had to you know what i'm saying um i can we just please ask questions first when it looks like we don't have full context of a video and this even goes back to the the whole JT and Uzi thing. I won't go back to that, but oftentimes we are presented with these situations not in full, not even a full where it started from. And we automatically, if we see a black person, we take an A side. Now, a lot can be explained to it, to trauma and all that. But if Juicy Smollett didn't teach us anything, Juicy. If Juicy Smollett didn't teach you motherfuckers okay. anything, is that we should at least wait. You ain't got to say shit. You ain't got to ask questions immediately. But what you don't need to do is attack people who are asking the questions in our community. Every, every time somebody asks a question, they ain't always out of being combative. Literally just want to find out context before I make a before I make a judgment. And that's not wrong. If you really think about it, if you really think about it, that happens to us all the time outside of the internet. Our people look at us and expect us to take a certain stance just because of 
the color of our skin. And sometimes we've all fell to pressure of having to do that when in reality, you kind of felt like a cop was like, damn, if I had if I was able to do that again, I probably would have like stood on my tent. Whether it was as children, adolescents, teenagers, it don't matter. Like we've been victim of like groupthink. You feel what I'm saying? So all I'm gonna say to us, because I'm assuming as as these episodes start coming out, it's really us that's gonna be listening to this first. Let's start asking questions. Let's wait. Let's wait. Because then when we start when shit start really coming out, we start looking silly. We start looking silly, bro. And we have to go back and sometimes we won't because we don't. We're not going to apologize to the people that we attack. We're not going to say, you know, whatever, whatever. And we definitely not going to apologize to the people that we tried to pariah, tried to treat them as pariahs because they didn't have the same idea as we did or they didn't feel the same way as we did just because they received it the same way. Just because they saw the same thing don't mean they interpreted it the same way. All right? So... Again, two things could be true. Schools, let these people do that thing. Also, stop running to be a victim on the internet. Because you're getting a lot of people fucked off. A lot of people fucked over. And you're having a lot of people look stupid. Ma'am, I'm not even going to say your name. Girl, then you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. You're a fucking idiot. Nobody's going to remember that moment. Think about the two students, three students, four, five students who was behind you. She literally snatched it out of another student's hand. We're not even going to talk about that's what it was for associate's degree. Shout out to all my people who graduating at any point. No, I'm not going to lead us out. I'm not going to lead us out. But ma'am, you did all this for being in school for two years? Probably not even two years. And I don't even want to ask you what your major was. Yeah, no, I, do. I don't even want to ask you what your major was. Because if you tell me liberal arts, I'm about to kick this fucking computer over <laughs> right now. All right. It was dental hygiene. Listen, don't do. Shout out to all my dental hygienists um, and people that's planning on going further with their Ooh. dental career. Uh, but yeah, like, come on, bro. Come on, my peoples. Uh, but yeah, so, you know. That's that's our cries of outrage segment. Um, and you know, that's been another episode of the Study Hall Podcast. Um, check us out on IG, YouTube, Spotify, wherever. We gonna land, because we're gonna land a few places. Just keep your eyes and ears open. Uh, you can follow my socials at Kid Michi on Instagram, Lord Mike Lowry on TikTok, um, all those things I, I follow back type deal some of y'all too young to know about follow the follow back thing you feel me oh you young and you got a tiktok you acting brand new <laughs> i wouldn't i ain't gonna lie i wouldn't even That's have one if it weren't for my if it weren't <laughs> for my students <laughs> if you actually go in there it's mostly my students stuff that they oh, drag me into doing tiktok it is yeah this shit funny i think i mean legit and they all just heartfelt they ain't even like you know but anyways uh Dre, what you got? What you got, man? Uh man, appreciate y'all once again for listening. Um find me on my socials. Actually, nah, man, y'all ain't earned that yet. You going you gonna you go catch me where you catch me, man. But no, nah, uh what type of question? Don't you got a, a, a playlist coming out, Dre? 
Oh man, you know, um, shout out, man. Which one? I got a grab a vibe, catch a vibe. Try to foolish thoughts go crazy. You know, what I'm saying, I got a couple of foolish thoughts. I got um, ladies and pimps too. Um, just Apple Music, Apple Music. Um, Dre, you a fool? D R E Y O U A F O O. Yeah, L. Um, yeah, same thing on all my socials. Just talking shit earlier. Same on Instagram, Twitter. But um, yeah, we'll catch up with y'all in the future. I'm out. Peace. Martian, Martian, what you got, my boy? Oh my gosh. Um, as per usual, you can find me at Sheik of All Trades on the Instagram, C H E I K H of All Trades. That's what that is. You can also find me at Sheik of All Trades.com. I got merch, I got a book, I got stuff that needs to be bought. So go buy it, you know? Um, there for a reason. Um, and yeah, outside of that, that's it for me. Y'all be great. Is there a double entendre with Sheik of all trades? We'll talk about the word trades. Oh, uh, that in note, New Orleans. Not, yeah, yeah. And on that note, yeah, it's been another episode of Study Hall Podcast, man. We're going to see y'all when we see y'all. One. We yeah. out.